0: Welcome to Supercharger Health. I'm Suzanne with Discount Med Direct. You can reach me at 421 7155 or 239 677 3559. That's our Coral location. We have two locations, in Coral and Port Charlotte. Uh, you can reach us here at Supercharger Health. We're on Facebook at Supercharger Health or info at healthsupercharge.com.
1: That's all that info. And I am Beth Annie Stockdale, owner of your total body wellness center. And welcome to our continuing. Supercharger Sex Health Mini Series. We could just get you up to speed on our past episodes. We've talked about Hormones 101. What are all hormones? What do they do? We've talked to uh, Beth Moran, who is a nurse practitioner who explained how our bodies work, how our adrenal glands work, how our thyroid works, so that we we have an understanding of how our body processes those hormones. Last episode, we had the girls here with the essential oils and Lucy Libido. So we learned how to use essential oils to pre-circulation and get us in the mood. So we've talked about a lot about the physical aspect of our sexuality, both women and men. Yes, men, if you missed it, go back to the Lucy Libido episode because we talked about men too. (laughs) Um, But now we're going to sort of switch gears a little bit and we're going to talk about the emotional side of sensuality and sexuality. Because that's a big component of our sexual health too. And I'm honored to have a woman with us today. Uh, Lucia Gabriella. Uh, we met years ago. Of course, you guys are getting used to hearing this, so then we're bringing on to the podcast. We've met years ago <laughs> and now bringing back to be part of this podcast and start educating our listeners. So thank you so much for coming. Lucia is, um, she's the founder of Luna Holistic Retreat Center in Sarasota.
0: Correct.
1: And according to your website, you're a life, relationship, and integrative sexuality coach. So, Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me today, guys. Uh, so first off, what what does a sexuality coach do? I'm, I'm more of the integrative sexuality. Yeah, if you could explain that okay.
2: Because sex coaches usually uh, address aspect aspect of the body, the biological aspect of it. They go more into detail into so the different practices. They do address aspect of mindset. I am more the integrative, um, holistic. Um, way to address sexuality, where it's not all about the physical component of who we are as human, but also energetic, uh, emotional, mindset, um, even our generational uh, relationship with sexuality, like what it is that we inherit. So it's not one quick world of the biological quick fixes that we can talk about right it goes deeper than that so integrated sexuality is like really going deep as individual as much as we can Mm -hmm. and from there we can just start pulling like what is actually happening that is blocking us emotionally
1: when someone says something and then all the little the light bulbs go off you said generational aspects Mm -hmm. well as women We got taught first off in our home Mm -hmm. by our parents. You know, whoever the adults were in the home were our first role models, were our first teachers Mm -hmm. of sexuality and sensuality and what those relationships were all about. Yes. So we're going to talk about that And it's not
2: just generational, but also cultural, social, economical impact on that generation. Oh, yeah. Because depending on where you're coming from, like I come from South America, it's a different uh, dynamic. But if you a different way of seeing sensuality and sexuality. As you can see, like Latin women we're more open to our sensuality than people that live in Europe and like in the Anglo, you know, like more northern part of Europe or Russia. Oh wow. Because of the cultural aspect of, of it and also the economic and all all of that has a lot to do with who we are right now
1: mm-hmm. and
2: who my child, my daughter, is right now and who she will be ten years from now. Yeah. And when she have kids those kids, how would they be? So whatever is going on in our society right now, it has a big impact in us right now, but also in our children. So when we address, you know, an aspect of integrative, holistic, sexuality, sensuality, intimacy, emotion, relationship, we have to look ourselves from like a bigger picture to really understand what is actually happening in our intimate life.
1: So what is it that you actually, what are some of the services that you have at, at the center. retreat center mm-hmm. that address some of these?
2: Well, we do have the coaching aspect of it. And I, I will say that I'm very uh, an intuitive coach in a sense. I do have my trainings and all certification, da-da-da-da, mm. <laughs> which is great. But I do have a gift that is like I'm intuitive with the aspect of energy and very curious about the individual. And I'm really curious about what's happening. So I come from a place of curiosity. Not from a place of like, oh, I know how to fix you. Because I'm not here to fix anyone. I'm not here to heal anyone. I'm not here to do anything. I'm here to create a space for individuals to really reawaken and remember the powerful individuals that they are. So I'm there to really, not just cheer them up, but I really uh, be accountable of that power that they own and they don't give themselves permission to
1: own. Right, and there's part of that holistic thought process that no one is broken. Mm -mm. Right? None of us are broken. And so we don't need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. We just need to become more self-aware of what's going on with us and be able to work through those issues if we have issues and just become more enlightened and healthier. Yeah. I feel
2: like it's more about, to the work I do, not just remembering who you truly are right now and the power that you own, but give yourself permission to own that power. It's like the navigation of life to owning the power that we are. Because many people talk about, this is the first time I taught clients and w- workshops. Like, we believe that if I do this workshop today, I'm going to accomplish to be the person that I want to be or that the person that I am meant to be or the person that I'm supposed to be or the, the one that I, you know, I'm guided to be. Actually, when we think from that perspective, we're actually losing ourselves because we are powerful right now.
1: Right, right, exactly.
2: Not tomorrow, not in three weeks, not when you finish (laughs) the workshop, not when you finish the retreat.
0: Right now. Right
2: now, you are as powerful as you are meant to be right now, right now.
0: Well, we talked a little bit about that with Beth Moran about Mm -hmm. getting in touch with yourself and knowing in more of a physical aspect, getting to know yourself and getting to know your body and what you're feeling in your body. And she talked about some workshops that she'd been to where they gave her a raisin and said, just experience the raisin. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) I was just editing that one yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Remember it. Um, But yeah, she talked about that where you're like just staying in that moment and experiencing that moment.
2: Yeah. And that's where all sensuality and sexuality come to. I'm
1: sorry. That's where sensuality and sexuality really comes together. Nice segue. Okay, we'll start there. Do you differentiate between sensuality Mm -hmm. and sexuality? Yes. So so what's the difference?
2: So the way that I feel it, right? Uh And I sense it within myself. Uh, The sensuality is the navigation and the journey of exploring my senses and my fully self-aware for myself.
1: Okay. It's like
2: it is energetic. Momentum that's happening in this container. Okay, it is for mm-hmm. me, and it is not for anybody else out there. It is an experience it's that it. is about me relating with myself, relating with the environment, relating with the universe, relating with the plant, with the flower, with the essential oils, relating mm-hmm. with human being. But it is an experience for self. Okay. Sexuality is more of the experience of like I am experiencing life with you. Oh. That's what the aspect of sexuality comes for. Like when we talk about tantra or any other sacred sexuality topic, we talk about, like, the fusion of the masculine and the feminine, yin and yang, the fusion of, like, in sexuality is that fusion. Like, you see that flame, those two flames coming together. You bring together in another energy warm. in. Yeah. Okay. So, in sexuality, is like my energy connecting you with your energy from okay. a place of consent and... We both agree to it.
1: Right. (gasps) Right?
2: Okay. So that's what it comes to the sense. So, But my sensuality is like I can move my energy. I can be my sensual self. I can just move all of that. And it's for me, through
0: me, to me, and all of me. Love it. So it's kind of you could even feel that sensuality with dance, or yeah. just I, even doing some self care as far as like body, I'm emotions, of bath right or, now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a bubble yeah.
1: bath right now sounds very sensual. Yeah, and I
0: think a lot of people think of if you think of like sexual dance, like belly dancing is a very you know people that to me is a very sensual dance. You know, yeah. just the way they move their bodies, and it, it's
2: a connection because when you do belly dancing from knowing people that practice it, it is the connection with themselves first. Right. And when they dance, it's a gift to you. You know, it's ah. like my sensuality and my dance is a gift to the audience. It's like that this is coming from here. It's not I'm doing it I because it. I need your validation or because I need you to to merge with me or I need you to be part of the experience. It's from here, it's out. From here and it's I'm here gifting out. to you.
1: I love it. So like, You know how I get excited about this. Kind of <laughs> Alright, so when... As women, did we stop? I tell the story a lot, but I'm going to go ahead and tell it again so it puts it in context. I'm a brain health coach, personal trainer here, and I had a woman here who was in her mid-60s in a marriage, long-term marriage, and she said that her and her husband were more like roommates, but she didn't care that she didn't have a libido. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, was really, really sad from that standpoint in that she's lost in touch with, her whole sensuality. So for women like her and what you're seeing at your center, what's happening that women are losing that urge or that enjoyment of even pursuing their their sensuality? Is that what are they fearing about it or why are they ignoring it?
2: Um like we mentioned before, there's a lot to look at this. It's like we can start from, like, one uh, rubber hole and end up to another one. And <laughs> the first one... We're very
0: good at that. Yes. yes. Really <laughs> at start in one place one. and end up in a totally different <laughs> place. Yes.
2: <laughs> and I feel like the one, the most critical one that I have seen is that the conditioning that we have as women for the past two, 3,000 years. And like comes from generation. And it comes from, like, different backgrounds, like, different societies. So I even know that we can see Africa has, like... Very multicultural, mm-hmm. multi uh of how they even address the relationship, the sexuality and all that stuff. And I feel that is the aspect of the conditioning of the belief of what we can do and what we cannot do. How
1: we should express ourselves and how we should not express ourselves. That's the key. I think the should and should nots mm-hmm. are what's getting us hung up. Yes. As American women, mm-hmm. what do you see? American women so hung up. It's all we have to <laughs> ask question. <the laughs> I mean, question, very simply, why are we so hung up on it? We have to ask the question, what
2: are you subscribing to? Why have you subscribed at your reality? Okay. Because when we look at like, what kind of subscription, subscriptions we have, we look at the women. What are you subscribe to? Oh, women are supposed to be what? Like we are, uh, we stay home, we work in the past maybe 50, 60 years. We, we, we are the ones that have to run the house and run a business and do this and do that. Like right. what it is that we're describing ourselves to that and, and where our energy is going. Because one of the things that I, I teach the most is that we have batteries, different batteries in, in our cycle of life. So I have, like, a, a map, I call it, like, a circle where I've had literally, like, 25 slices of this peaks down there. And where I invite everyone to be conscious about, like, where is your life at? Like, you know, the circle of life. Mm-hmm. Like, we check it, like, oh, my life and, like, where my finances? I'm from 1 to 10. It's not 5. So you check, you know, you check all aspects of stuff. I have, like, 25 categories, believe it or not, because I go in depth. Okay. I'm mostly addressing the relationship with friends, relationship with inner circles, outer circles, and all that stuff. And I feel like to answer that question is where we as women in America are we putting our energy to? Because the moment that we drain our body,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we drain, we suck in energy from all the badities of our life. So I would say in the holistic, integrated perspective, we have an energy body for the body. Like for fitness, workout, right. and all that. Right. We have another energy for sexuality. Right. Our libido and, our, our, sexual and our, our sexualness and arousal and all that. And then we have a mental energy. Right. And then we have an emotional energy variety. So where your energy is at? So women here in America will say that we're working a lot. We're taking care of the kid, uh, especially now. Everything we're doing, like, <laughs> schooling a lot. We also go to school. We we can't even take care of our body sometimes because we don't have the energy.
1: There you so go. So where are your
2: energies going? So, and unfortunately, because of the conditioning that we have, is that, uh, and some of the trauma that women have around sexuality and intimacy, is that, as a, way to, as a way out and as a way to escape from addressing our trauma or emotions, we literally overflow the battery of mental battery. So we come way too mental. We work, 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 work. We take care of the children. We use these batteries a lot. Mm-hmm. And, about, and we're using the energy of the sexual energy. So then sexual energy, of course I'm not going to have leave. They're fucking tired. Excuse my language.
1: <laughs> but I'm tired. I don't want to. I'm like it's 1 okay. o'clock These in the morning. Are anyway. Right, right. These <laughs> are adult topics. So women, and we know, you know, I'm working 10 hours a day. Well, I could only work 8 hours a day and go home. Mm-hmm. But the home situation isn't something I want to go home to. Mm-hmm. So you're using the work as a distraction. As a and, g- and get then, away. Right, and then putting all that energy, that battery mm-hmm. into your work, and maybe then just using that as an excuse mm-hmm. not to have that centralized.
2: Yes, and I will say that from my personal experience, like uh, also if we don't take care of our body, if mm-hmm. we don't really nourish our body, not just what we feed, but what we nourish uh, physically, like with food, but also mm-hmm. what we nourish it with emotions. What, what what kind of emotions we allow, we welcome into life? Are we allowing everything, every every kind of emotion they throw out there? Fear, anger, resentment. Ooh, no. Do we welcome all those, no. or do we have uh, emotional boundaries around that? Right. So what kind of mentally, what kind of food or nourishment are you receiving in your brain? Are you just reading everything and watching the news 24-7 and and then just get collapsed? Your whole brain is like you can't even go to sleep at night because like, oh, my God, this, 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 this. Like, what are you nourishing yourself? Because that is a critical um, awareness
1: for you to really know where everything is going. So women need to start sitting themselves down, making their sensuality developing who they are a priority yes and not getting distracted
0: mm-hmm. by facebook by whatever well mm-hmm. i don't think it's just women i think oh, there's plenty proud. of men that oh, have yeah. that same issue oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean i have a friend that he was in a really bad place had come out of a, a relationship that was ended very badly and was watching the news all the time and was having a mental breakdown. And and this was a few years back, so not even in a time like we're in at the current moment. But he was having literally a mental breakdown because of everything he was seeing on the news. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even stuff in his personal life, but because his personal life was kind of bad and he was picking up all those energies from... The news on TV, bloody, you know, yeah. so it can affect men just, just oh, yeah. as yeah, well as women. Men,
2: women, uh, anyone who identify themselves as like non-binary, fluid, any, anyway, It's a do human. You, it's do a you human. think
0: that that is changing? That like the 20-somethings and the uh, younger and the teenagers as they're coming into their 20s are are more fluid just naturally now?
2: I feel that it Times are changing to the fact that even in my own work, I don't address my client because they're male or female. The one thing I would address my client is for the conditioning of the mental and society condition that they are carrying in their life. But when we work at Aspect of Living Energy, I can't. I work from a very cosmic, galactic point of view, if you want to call it, from an alien point of view, because I we all have the same uh, the same kind of, like, attachment. We have the same energy. We have the same emotion. Mm-hmm. And we all
0: have, but everybody, depending on the conditioning, mm-hmm. has higher than others. Well, uh, we learned last week with Beth that we all have the same hormones. So physically right. mm-hmm. we have a lot of the same stuff. Yeah,
1: just different amounts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. The way I put it, and you used the, the word, which made me kind of giggle, is we're all in just different containers. Yes. We're just bundles of energy. Different levels of hormones, different levels, different frequencies, but we're just in different containers. Mm-hmm. So it's refreshing that your work at the center, you really don't address male females.
2: No, I don't, I don't, you know, even though I have a lot of my clients, a male client, because they're like, they come because they want to... Uh, release some of their own emotions so they can be great partners for the partners that they are in the current. Oh, wow. But That's at the same time, yeah, it's so like, I hope I them are to, meant to be in an empowering, creative relationship. And at the same time, help them to understand the person that they are with, human, like, it's a, it's a human first before anything. <laughs> and it's a human with conditioning. So you can't really get mad at that person because it's like, it's not against the personal, the boundary or anything against the person, for the person, is for the behavior, for the conditioning. So that's where we go. Like, that's where we come conscious and aware. Like, you know what? It's not bad. It's, Mm
1: -hmm. it's, you know, she has her things that maybe we can address and communicate better around that. There you go. Another good segue. On your website, you have this great quote. I just love it. All partnerships are relationships, but not all relationships are partnerships. Mm -hmm. And you talk about your journey through a relationship that you're in. Mm-hmm. So let's put our hypothetical woman who is now getting in touch with her own sensuality. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's come to see you. And she's ready to be in a relationship. In a partnership. In a partnership. So if you can explain the difference and what should she be doing.
2: Yes. So, how to go about that. I love this topic because <laughs> I lived through it. And the reason why I don't work with the male, gender, women, gender point of view is because even in Tantra or the Kama Sutra or the spiritual community, we talk about the divine, feminine, divine, masculine, and all that stuff. And then, like, and there's a lot of a lot of talk about, like, for, especially for men, how to be a, an empowered masculine, right? Like, how to show up for the women, like, the divine, feminine, and whole container. So it's like all this talk. And... I even subscribed myself to that. And I had struggled with my partner because my partner was not. And, quote, unquote, like, he was not fitting any of the squares about the divine masculine. So I was pushing, 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 pushing. Oh. I want you to step up as like a man, as a masculine, and show up and be in container for me. Because I'm a feminine, right? So it's like, fucking screw up my, my relationship. I was
1: traveling. <laughs> yeah, I love you, but I couldn't be with you. Oh,
2: my way, like, very, like, getting to my meditation, every time I was using somebody else concept it was not resonating it was like mm, there's something here that is not and one day in a meditation it came to totally let go of the concept of seeing him as the masculine and that he has to step into the masculine and I'm the feminine and whatever and actually see him that we both are in the same aspect of energy and growth and he has contributions and I have contributions and at the same time it was a questioning about a relationship. And it was really interesting because I was like, wait a minute. We're here to create something. We're here to, as creators. We're not here to live in a default life. That's like the law of attraction talks about. Mm-hmm. Like we right. create default a lot uh, experiences.
1: Right? So I'm like,
2: okay, so we're here as creators." Hmm. And this quote came up clearly in my head. And I was like, wow, I relate with many people. Relationship is about relating. We relate with you. I'm in relationship with you right now. Right. I'm in relationship with you right now. I'm in relationship right. with the audience. There's a right. relationship when we relate. Now, as creators, you know, we I work with so many businessmen and businesswomen. We don't come into a partnership or LLC or corporation to create nothing. You don't come together to create nothing. When you are in a partnership, you come to create something. Oh, got it. Okay. You know, when right. you're in a partnership, when you're right. in a business partnership, what do you do? Are you going to bring something to the table and you're going to bring something to the table? You talk, you negotiate, and then you create that partnership. You have your standards, you have your values, you have your, your principles, you have your, your boundaries, you have your policies. You have all of that. You create that. Right? So why are we in an intimate life?
1: Why are we going into default relationship where we are not even creating partnership? Like, or what are we, we part of? Or we just think everything's magically going to happen and we don't Yes, know.
2: No, and that's one of the biggest things that I work with couples is that I help them to really redefine their relationship. They're already in relationship redefine what kind of partnership are they really into because I can tell you this I can be with my partner in uh in a relationship but let's say that you know years ago we were not in the parenting partnership we were in the co-parenting partnership because I had my daughter she's 12 almost 12 years old and he was there to help me to co-parent so we had that agreement of that but he we were not in the parenting partnership because he didn't want to have kids then now we are in a parenting relationship now because now we're going to have a child together so even at the same time one of the things that it was pissing me off in the whole concept of masculine feminine and all that stuff is that at the same time i desire and i was craving for him to be my business partner right but he was a no like i don't want to be and i'm like but i'm a smart woman i can make things happen you're a power couple yes i need i need my second so it was like it was a no and i was like but well, wait a minute. So, unconsciously, I was, like, seducing him and, 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 and manipulating him and I'm doing all these crazy things to, to really force him to be my partner when he was a no. So, as, as a couple, we have to understand, like, what are we saying yes to and mm-hmm. what are we saying no to? Because you may be a yes to a partnership, even, like, finances, for example. Right. You can be a yes to combine your finances, Well, you can be a no, and the other person had to respect that. Right. But what happened? That because we don't talk about a level of partnership, what happened? uh, when we hey, I see that all the time when people get divorced. Woo! The 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 negotiation mediation for the finances it it takes longer than the divorce itself Mm -hmm. because from the beginning we didn't have a clear agreement how finances and the partnership, like what are you bringing to the table, what you bringing to the table, how we're gonna manage that. What is the percentage, or any of that?
1: And even from a more, an emotional standpoint, what are we going to create out of this relationship? Yes, I think that's really that's that's one aspect that I have never thought about. When two people get together, they're two happy people.
0: Mm -hmm. Hopefully, (laughs) right. Well, that's the other thing. They
1: have to be whole people in and of themselves. Yeah, like we're not filling a void of each other. If you've got a void, you better go figure this out because Mm -hmm. I'm not filling your void because that never works out. You have to be a whole person yourself. But you get two happy people and they come together. What is that agreement as to what this partnership Mm -hmm. is going to create?
0: And people don't talk about this. Well, I was going to say, I think there's oh certain gosh. things people talk about, but there are certain things they don't, okay. like that you talk about the fact of whether or not you want to have children. You the know, deal and,
1: breakers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the first conversations with my clients. They had the PDF, and when they are <laughs> in aspect of going into a date, they actually had to be clear, and they had to be prepared to talk about this with the women, and you have no idea, like when they come back and they're like whoa when they're in the dating working with men who are in the dating process like they're like whoa i thought it was going to be a hard conversation but it really helped me to actually not kind of filter but really understand if i wanted to spend time with that person because they may have a different way of doing partnership and the values like some people's values are way different than my values and would I ever be able to be in a partnership with somebody who's not accountable responsible that they
1: blame everybody for it for something well, so what you actually do is get women to or, and men to sit down with themselves mm-hmm. and go through this and figure out well it's not figuring it out because it's there you just have to get they're, aware of
0: it yeah they're putting it down on paper so they know
1: right yeah getting they get, in touch
0: they get
2: themselves. out of their own way yeah it's yeah. like you know, it's like at one point, like from the beginning, we're saying, give yourself permission to be you now. Where are you right now? Because my values of today may be different values for tomorrow. Depending on where I am emotionally, like, you know, uh, society self, like physically, I, I could have a major breakdown of, let's say, tomorrow and my values will be totally different in a sense because i'm in such pain and i'm such a like hurt that to get rid of that pain i would do everything and it's unfortunately that many times we see ourselves that we will go against our own values to fulfill our needs it is so interesting i will go against who i am right now to get rid of the pain that is hurting me so much
1: i have saying you get what you tolerate yes you get what you tolerate right so that's sort of like that when you're setting your values aside mm-hmm. for you know women that stay or men that stay in abusive relationships, mm-hmm. domestic violence relationships, because they need that finance. They're hurting so bad. They need that financial security. They need a roof over their heads. They need a paycheck coming in, whatever that is. But they're setting their own values aside.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and I can tell to you get this. get that need fulfilled. I can tell you, yes. And I can tell you this. If, I, if we ask everybody in the audience right now to literally give us the, tip, the top ten values that you have in your life right now, I guarantee you that 9 out of 10 of the audience will have no idea what I'm talking about.
0: Well, I was just thinking as she said that, I'm like, okay. What are my values? Yeah, what would they be? How would I list them? It would take me some time, I think, to put them down. It takes
2: to take the time to process. But once Mm -hmm. you have that process, like I have my three major top values that for the past uh, three years, I will say that I keep them there and I will not negotiate them. Like the other ones, maybe they can negotiate a little bit and they just switch. But the first one is sacredness. You know, my first value is sacredness. Whatever I do, it must create a space of sacredness where people can feel free of shame and judgment. That's why people come to me and they open up and I hear things that I'm like, whoa, this could be in like a serious killer movie, but yeah, that's okay. That's a bug right? This
1: safe space. (laughs) Yeah,
2: so it's like, this is a safe space. Whoa, this is interesting. I'm curious. Wow, that's such so interesting stuff the other one is like courage okay. because for so many years i was so you know based on the condition of some of the trauma that i had in my past relationship with my ex uh, husband in the marriage itself where i lost myself centrally because i came from a, like a latin background and this is natural for me like mm-hmm. natural culture right. but my ex-husband was like i will not take you to my family if you dress like this Mm-hmm. So it started putting me down, you know, psychologically. But because I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be accepted and I wanted to be uh, recognized by his family, I lost myself.
1: Well, you set so your values aside. I set
2: my values aside. Because of
1: that need to be accepted.
2: I have right. those, those, you know, put that. And courage has taken me courage to really even show up as I who I am right now. Like even just hang out with myself and my sexuality, <laughs> my lackiness, come out. Okay. And the last one, do you know my third one? is we have uh, sacred in it. we have courage and we have sensuality and if I don't do sensual practices every day or, or I don't do something that makes me feel sensual I, I you know I don't feel like I am myself even through the pregnancy I you know recently it's like it has been like really intense like I didn't experience this with my daughter and I have morning sickness 24-7 it was horrible that I literally that way oh I recognize the fact that I even go against my own values to get rid of this pain or this discomfort and make me feel more compassionate and empathy to you know have empathy for the people that are going through extreme chronic pain I'm like oh my god it's so easy to talk about it but one other thing is like going deeper into that is like another thing and but I still living on that I had to have central bath. Oh, that yeah. could be the one thing that calmed me oh, down. Yeah. I have like a cream that I just put in my essential oil, my cream, even though that will feel like shit and just cry over in a bed and sleep all day. It That's just could
1: imagine what essential oils will do. Just yeah. It'll, because of, and I talked about this on, I do another radio show, and it's because that connection where the scent goes is mm-hmm. in that limbic brain mm-hmm. that is responsible for not only your sense of smell, but your emotions. Yes. And that's why the two of them are so tied so closely, because yes. they both go to the same part of the brain. Yeah. Or that part of the brain where the scent goes to is in charge of both of those things.
2: Mm-hmm. And when we talk about generation, uh, generation, we do have in our DNA practices and rituals, rituals in our life, like your great-grandmother, your generation, like 10 generation behind you they had a sense women in a sense they still had this sense of rituals and essential oils and you know working with essential oils was part of the rituals they so like, just called like, them plants back, connected. back then <laughs> yeah they just so, called
1: so, them plants back then yes they right. were like
2: the yeah. plants and like so we kind of like also connect us to a root and connect us to mother earth right in a sense exactly
1: let's move to those women and men That Let's say they've been in a long-term relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And they're not aware of anything that we've been talking about, right? They're from old generations They're like the woman that I referred to that her and her husband have been together for years They're living like roommates. They're like happy content, but all of this is missing Mm -hmm. What can they do if they came to you and they said, you know what, we just realized we've lost the sex, we've lost the sensuality, we've lost the romance, we've lost that aspect of or our Or at least where, the,
0: where can they start? Where do mm-hmm. they
1: start? Where do you start with them?
2: Well... It's interesting because we really have to go deeper with them and for them to become vulnerable. It seems like a sense of vulnerability has been broken in the path of their life. I will say this by experience working with men who are in this relationship and they desire their partner. They love their wife so much. But they don't have that. And like they cry like literally like they literally cry because they like I love my wife so much but she, she lost her living she does not want nothing and we just roommate. Our sex life is from one to ten, a one and so what do we do is to beside of just being conscious and as the man you know because i work with the man to be the influencer to be the man be the one that because they are the one that like are into uh the you know the aspect of transforming the relationship and they're like a big gas yes. like they want that that,
1: that they're part that they they're are the, the more, more influential more open yes. they're the ones that are so so it's like
2: if you look at it if you look at it from the the polarity aspect of it, of like who decides more to bring that that relationship into balance and harmony, is gonna be the part the partner that is having that is suffering because the partner is
1: the other that the like,
2: partner that is not wanting anything. Okay. So they become a great influencers and they have to become smart and conscious about how to add more sensuality into their life. Without making the other partner feeling like something wrong with you, that is your fault. It is like without making them feel like something wrong with them, we just add element of sensuality and more element of touch and love, like waking up in the morning and just having like maybe a rose, little baby baby step, little thing. Why? Because I could say that working with women sometimes. You know, when couples come in, person who's actually going through the struggle is going to be in a defense.
1: Oh, yes. I so can they see, I don't want to deal with it. I can see that. Because see
2: that. They, are, they don't want to be said, I'm bad, I have something wrong with me. They're not going to do it. So what we, what we can do as a couple is that, wow, how can I influence my partner around to know that it's not her, she's not the problem, it's something else, right? bring me to the universe whatever right she's she's not but we're gonna hope that person in there it's really rare that I work with women who say Lucia I my relationship sucks because I lost my libido I don't want nothing to do with it I lost it I don't you know I have this and then like when they tell me really radically okay I don't want to do it that's the end of the day so we go and be like okay what else would you like to do then So if you don't want to do that, what would you like to do? Like, okay, what are you going to lose? You have to actually yourself the question. Honestly, your partner is not going to be there forever if they are not receiving what they need. Unfortunately, that's with human. If I'm not receiving that love, that connection, and I'm just having you as a teammate, roommate, roommate. Mm -hmm. if that person is not happy, it's not going to be happy. That's the end.
1: In this universe, we all deserve happiness. Yes. And, you can and these two people that have been together forever, and they're, they've lost that. Yes. Either they decide together they want it back, or it's time to part. I do um, affirmations in the morning, and I talked about assignments. Yes. That every time we meet someone, it's an assignment. Either they come as a blessing or a lesson, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But... When I see people that have gotten to that point, and one of them still wants, that they deserve that happiness. Yes. It's just time to go. Well, and or
0: if they don't want to go, I mean, if they're like your couple, I, I've have never got the impression that you think they want to separate. No. They've just both gotten to that point where right. they're like, okay, this is where it's at. This is fine. Yes. So if we're happy not.
2: there, if they are really, really happy there, which I doubt it. I really do because... One's happy, one's lying. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one's
2: happy, one's lying. Yeah.
0: And, and, or maybe they're neither of them are happy.
2: So, and they haven't had that conversation. But you have to yeah. have that conversation yeah. there. Right. And one of the things that if I... Right. I am, for example, I'm the one losing the libido, and I'm the one that I don't do not want to have sex. It is my responsibility. This is where a relationship and a partnership. This is where the partnership comes into place. In my partnership, even in business, if I don't want to continue providing and putting the things that I I said I was going to put on the table, if I am not providing this, it is my responsibility to communicate to that to my partner and see where they are at and how they
1: how they feel about it. And what can be done? What is another negotiation about this? So, just like in that business structure, when two people come together, they form that third entity. Yes. Which is that partnership. Yeah. And I have this discussion with couples when it comes, from, comes to the point of them taking care of their health. Mm-hmm. And in my scenario, it's usually one of them. Decides they're going to eat whatever they want, drink whatever they want, mm-hmm. knowing that their health is deteriorating and they don't care because they're living for the moment. Yeah. But their health is deteriorating. They've got diabetes. They've got a heart condition, whatever. And I said, I will point to the other one and say, he or she did not come into this relationship to push you around in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You're being selfish right now. Yes. You're not respecting that partnership. Yes. So the same thing from this standpoint. Yes is when two people come together in this sexual relationship, Mm -hmm. this sensual partnership, and they're going to create something.
2: Yeah, you have to be responsible first. Take responsibility for what's actually happening. Of course, take responsibility for what... It is yours to own as a responsible person and let the other person be responsible for their stuff. Because many times in a relationship, one person takes the whole responsibility of everything and that is so yeah. unhealthy. <laughs> so it's so unhealthy and it's not good. So when you mention something great, that is if I'm having this issue with the livido and like I don't want sex and I'm not communicating, I have to ask myself the question, would I let go of my partner? for them to fulfill that need that they have. If I am right. not letting them go, I'm selfish because right. it's all about me.
1: Right. Either I came into this relationship to fulfill that part of that mm-hmm. partnership, and if I no longer can fulfill my role that mm-hmm. I agreed to, yes, it's time to let them go. Yeah,
2: and this is one of the things when it comes to different dynamics of, of energy and power dynamics and things like that, and, uh, and in partnership itself, the aspect of role. When we come into an intimate relationship, we create rituals of connection. And we also create a space of sacredness. That's what the partnership is about. The sensual, sexual, intimate partnership is about creating that sacredness for us to really fuse our energy and fuse ourselves as being and really grow from it. Because relationship, partnership, intimate partnerships are about transformation and alchemy. So we have this commitment here. We have the commitment we both are going to grow. So we create that space. And then we also have to have the other element of the role. I Am I fulfilling the role that I say yes to this partnership, to this sacredness, to this creation? And it is so so interesting to see that sometimes when the role, the dominant role that we call it, of the relationship is not in integrity and it's not strong,
1: everything falls apart. Because if I say I'm going to do something just because... I want to be in a relationship with you, but I'm not really into what we're talking about. But it's almost like a manipulation. Yes, I say yeah. that's important to me. just T- so To make away your together. power. And, right? <laughs> and, right. But in other words, I'm not true. That whole thing about integrity mm-hmm. is getting into that relationship because you want to be in it, not necessarily because you want to do whatever that role is. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it falls apart because you are you were never in it, really, to start with.
2: Yeah. So that's why relationship and partnership, the partnership, the intimate partnership that we're talking about for sexuality, sexual partnership, sensual partnership, you know, explorative partnership, you well, know, Well, let's, and call, all let's that. talk, yes. and we're
1: getting to the end here, but I just want to touch on this, and this may be another whole program. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because this special partnership that you're creating with this other person, that exploration mm-hmm. of the sexuality. Yes. What are those, I don't want to call them alternatives because they're really not but can you talk a little bit of like what Tantra is?
2: Oh, so in in sacred sexuality, people become aware of Tantra, Kama Sutra.
1: Can you explain those terms for folks?
2: Well, you know, Tantra, when you ask anyone about Tantra, especially a Tantra master or a facilitator, everybody's going to give you a different point of view, perspective. What I explain is that Tantra itself is a the path of fire, the path of alchemy, the path where we actually master our energies. That's when people talk about tantra sex. They're really talking about sexual energy and sexual energetic sex. Where I can be here, you can be there, and we can connect, we have consent with each other and be like, I want to play with your energy. I want to fuse myself with your energy. I'm just going to go. And then I'm like, that moving, that energy, and like, we're just just having that sexual energy arising. And then we both can experience uh, energetic orgasms, that which are so longer not... than physical orgasms. There you
1: go. It's more about those energetic orgasms rather than the unicorns. Yes, yes. And the aspect
2: of, because I call it a, a path of fire, some other people call it, it's about awakening, it's about discovery, it's about whatever other people do want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It is because in Tantra, to be able to become a master of your energy, you must destroy and create the conditioners that are holding you back from being the, the master of moving energy. Because you have to tap into so deep into your, your being to be able to let go and surrender into the movement of the energy and surrender into that waking of the energy that could be really scary for people.
1: That's where I was thinking that if they've never explored that, mm-hmm. it's traumas, past, yes. whatever.
2: But that's why like when, when it comes to working with individuals, I work in aspect of somatic where we help the body to open up to the energies within themselves. Because okay. when we live in trauma, we shut down our body. Right. When we live in pain, we shut down. Like our body literally freezes. There are many people, especially when women having a hard time orgasm or men have a time, hard time with erection, it's because their pelvic area is freezing in a sense. It's like yes, it's numb. Afraid. It's tied up. And they have a lot of emotional trauma in there that, that cannot be when they start learning to do like belly dancing it's a great somatic way to release some of those energies It's because you move the hip, you move the pelvic floor, and you dance mm-hmm. like, there's so many that. yeah, there's so many practices, not just the somatic body work, but there's so many practices like yoga, polaris, like things that help you to really go deep into the body and stretch and release energy. And what the, the focus of somatic therapy is that while you opening up the body, you become conscious of the energy, the, the energy that's coming, and at the same time you become conscious of how you're going to be shifting that energy into the awareness. There you go. So
0: what is the difference between Tantra and kumasat Sutra?
2: Oh uh, Sutra is more of the technique aspect of it. Like with the books of Kama Sutra, since I had them since I was the little, positions. is the positions of it. What my deeper understanding, <laughs> but my deeper understanding of Kama Sutra is like the authentic yoga, in a sense. It's the yoga, sex yoga, put it this way, where in Kama Sutra, every position that you are with your partner, every movement that you are with your partner, there is only uh, in the women, the specific pressure point that is opening to different dimensions and portals that we call, and we talk about oh, and wow. there are different alignments to the cosmos. so when you talk about method of uh, yoga really the ancient yoga yeah they, not, they don't tell you that it's about the stretching and the poses but it's about that every part of your body when you move it connect with a different constellation with a different aspect of, of the universe so oh, they wow. have that sense of like is it become more uh, expensive than just being in the body. So and when you come them. to Kama, yeah, when and you come to Kama them. Sutra, you're connecting with your partner, but sexually, you open opening portals. That's the Kama <gasps> Sutra I am aware of and um, that I know. Uh-huh. And it's the one, it's not just the position, which are very cool, like a 100 something. They're very cool, they're very interesting. But
0: the art of from it... From what I've seen, some of them can be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, some of
2: them, but because, You have to do yoga first. Because, because when you can start with that. When you look, we'll go raw terms here, when you look at the vagina and we look at the penis, there's different pressure points within itself that it could be healing for the women and for the men to release some aspect of emotion, to release some aspect of energy. Oh, wow. So they have whole so healing company to that <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode right there. Can you right get there. on that? Find
0: us at Kama okay, Sutra. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you, <laughs> yeah. do, you do that this
2: time? No, I don't, I don't teach Kama Sutra. I am a way, like I have learned it and all that, and I'm doing my practice. But I will say That's that... That's very technical. Very technical. I'm more of like the deep stuff of it. I'm more of the You're energetic. The emotional
1: right energetic
2: right. emotional components to it right I like right. to really dig there deep and uh, understand where where everything is coming from and what can we do to help you move forward
1: I think it's a step I think you're step one no actually I'm step one to get the hormones <laughs> in balance you're step two mm-hmm. to get the emotions imbalanced and then they can go come suture land yeah, yeah they can if go they, want. Play. They, they want. To if they, they want. <laughs> <and they'll
2: laughs> <end. They'll laughs> play. Or anything else. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Well, Something this, else. <laughs> we, well, see, and you know, even when we started this whole mini series, the whole premise was that it could be just holding hands. Mm-hmm. It could be just cuddling on the couch. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that Fifty Shades of Grey kind of sex. If that's yeah. what you would. yeah. The whole spectrum. But we've lost even the hand holding. And it's time that we start getting that because that's part of who we are yeah
2: when i interview my clients even at my events at this point i have run over close to 300 events
1: oh wow
2: one of the questions i have is like what is sex for you what is sex for you what is sex for you and everybody have like a different at the core of what they actually what they really stay in is connection yep connection I can Absolutely. go to the movie theater and hold hand with you, and if I know how to move my energy, I can be making love to you in the movie theater without even touching you by just the energy. But we are having this sexual energy moving and this sexuality going on, and, oh, and you just feel connected. The reason why many men also, you know, that they're struggling in their relationship, in their partnership with women have lost libido, And They decide to to feel the need, they feel this like I don't want to go out there and hire a prostitute because it's not my wife. I want to feel connected and know that it's my sexual need that needs to be you know, these gentle things that want something. But at the heart, I want to see my partner in the eyes, I want to connect,
0: I I want to do that. I um, want to be them with them. are with conditioned them. not to say those kinds of things. Yeah,
2: they are conditioned not to say that. And it takes them great courage to actually
1: even say it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, see, and hopefully what this series has done has given you guys the tools or at least the opening to have that conversation. Yeah. To sit down and just say, what I tell people, it's like it doesn't matter what words you use. As long as it comes from a loving place, from an honest place, and it's genuine, you can't say the wrong words. And just to have a conversation, and just say, you know what, I miss doing this with you, or I would love to be able to start doing this with you, or Whatever. we need to
0: fix something.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not why?
2: about fixing. It's, it's about cool, or
0: change something, or right.
2: you know, when we say like we need to fix it, like, the other person is going to go on defense. So right, it's like, very important therapy. to talk right. about the energetic of language, and it's mm-hmm. it's really important to be curious when you are communicating with your partner more than anything.
1: Okay,
2: because that's going to create more of that. Space for the other person is going to open up because this curiosity. So, hey, this is not working out. Like, I feel like this is is something that I'm kind of missing right now. What do you think is going on? You know, be curious about it. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. And the other person comes defensive. You know, you don't apologize for what you said, but he's like, well, I would like to clarify that. What you just said, can you clarify? Communication is one of the greatest. Uh, tools but also can be one of the greatest sword because I have, have couples that honestly we like <laughs> we communicate in because I read energy I can mm-hmm. feel like whether well, the person is really not in integrity of what they're saying and they have no idea and they're like what and I ask question is why do you love your partner and you cannot believe what comes out of the mouth sometimes. And it's like they express in themselves why they love them, but they, and they don't understand it at a subconscious energetic level. They're really ripping apart the partner. They're really like one of the very curious, curious aspects of one of the sessions was like the lady, the woman, she said like the reason why I love my partner because I am responsible to make him happy. I'm
1: like what what? What? <laughs> like,
2: what? I'm like, I'm uh... responsible to make him happy. I want to make him happy. Uh-oh. And I was like uh-oh. And it's like, oh, it's not even just I'm responsible, but it is, I love him, and it's my obligation to make him happy. Ooh. And I was like, whoa, my Ooh. whole body was like, whoa. Just <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other Uh-oh. person, and the person was like, yes, it's like, and I was oh, like, okay, cool. no wonder what you guys can here today. <laughs> 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 so communication <laughs> is really important, and really understand the language, the energetic language that is happening underneath that, because... I can say this over here but it really means nothing. But energetically I am destroying my partner. Another another quick example was in a couple that uh, that come from India and they have the you know, I work with different background and because I am not a subscriber to any religion or any uh belief system. And it was interesting that the reason why she loved him is because he was poor and <laughs> humble. And I was like Okay, when they met, he was poor and humble, and she was in the family. And it were, I was like, whoa, this whole aspect of cultural, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where the women, uh, the men pay, the family, something like that. And it was, like, really interesting, like, how they do this. I, it, it was really interesting. So that's why it's so important when it comes to communication to really understand oh why we're really staying, like you mentioned, from a place of heart. But really from the heart of being connected, not from right. the heart of being separated or the heart from the ego
1: from the heart of right. your being. This has been amazing. <laughs> All right. So, Lucia, how can folks get in touch with you? Well, you can go to my website. Which um,
2: is? My website is luciagabriela.com. That's my website. That's where you will find a lot of my we'll information. Put link that. Yeah, well,
0: definitely. Yes. Put link that it in. Up. And if
2: you live locally in Florida, I have my center. It's nunasrq.com. You know, that's where the center I practice. Yeah, so come and join us. And if you go to luciagabriela.com, you're also going to see all the events that I do.
1: Do you have an email or a phone number where they can contact you?
2: Uh, the email is support at luciagabriela.com. But when you go to my website, you will see a contact ad, and you will fill out a call contact form, okay. and you can ask questions to it. And one of the right. things that I offer is that if you have curiosity of working together and you explore it, uh, you can fill out an intake form, and then we have a discover call, which is very complimentary. And it's not a sales call, and I'm telling you here from now. We really go deep into, like, what is actually going on and how I can help you. If I have the tools to help you, we will say, yes, we can work together. This is how we can do it. If I don't have the tools, I say, like, well, somebody else may be able to help you in right. this realm. But the call itself is a 60-minute call. Oh, and it really is going deeper into some aspect of, like, this father, mother, ancestors, grandfathers, like now, past relationship, how many right. marriages you had, three, okay, let's talk about those. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, and you want to date somebody, okay, well, what else do you want to do? So the intake form itself is very um, intense itself, um, but which allowed me in the call to
1: go a little more deeper. Which is probably a good step for folks to go through anyway. Yeah. To start that, you know, taking a look inside kind of thing, and then having that 60-minute that call that's kind of safe. Yes, there's no obligations there, but it's like, all right, it's and with women, when it's time, it's time. Yeah, it's like when it's time to get our haircut. When it's time for us to make a change, we're ready. Yeah, right. Well, that's great. And that's one great. of the things that well, for a relationship. I think that's what
0: we were trying to get across to that uh, to a friend of ours that we were working with on another project that he wanted to go, 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 and we're like, no, 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 wait, you got to do this first so do that you're ready. ready. You gotta do yeah, this. so yeah. you got to have everything in place to take that step. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Yes. Oh well, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. This is Beth Annie Stockdale, your Total Body Wellness Center, continuing with our Supercharger Sex Health mini series. I'm just so excited about it. oh everything that we're learning here. Um, to get in touch with me here, the phone number is nine four one four six eight seven zero nine one. You can call me, text me, or come to the center. It's eight hundred East Venice Avenue, Suite C, here in Venice, three four two eight five. Uh, my new email, very easy to remember now, is yourtotalbody@yahoo.com. at yahoo.com. And Suzanne, how would they get a hold of you?
0: I'm at Discount Med Direct in Port Charlotte or Cape Coral. Our phone number is 941 421 7155. You cannot text us at that number, <laughs> but you can go to Facebook and leave us a message at Supercharger Health or you can email us at info at healthsupercharge.com.
1: And again, I'll ask you to sub- subscribe, like us, share these videos, uh, especially these ones on sex health. We're really looking to start some conversations with people. Um, I see us having at least one more episode, maybe two. We don't know yet. Or we can revisit the, the um, sexual health. Yeah, uh, I at think a later there's
0: time. like we could do three more with our I her, know. I think.
1: <laughs> Seriously, and then we'll find a Sutra person. Um, so we may just be going all year long for these. Who knows? But there again, Bethany Stockdale, your total body wellness center. Thank you for joining us at Supercharger Health. Be well. feel well, and stay well.